You are listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. Forge Leadership Network mentors, connects, and equips young conservatives to lead in politics, culture, and business. For more information or to get involved with Forge, please visit forgeleadership.org. Hello, everyone. This is Philip Merrifield for the Forge Leadership Podcast. And today I am so excited to share with you my conversation with William Prince. William, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, as you as you know, Veterans Day is coming up. I just wanted to ask your experience. We, I know that you've been in the military. And what I just wanted to ask, what motivated you to do that? I mean, was it someone in your family, a sense of patriotism? That's a good question. I think for me it was a combination of things. It was really a mix of uh, a sense of patriotism and just sort of like civic duty, just also combined with like the expense of um, college and looking at trying to pay for that. It was a way to sort of do uh, two birds with one stone kind of thing. I'm a part of the uh, Army Reserve. I am in a uh, battalion that does combat engineers, but I myself am a part of the JAG Corps, which is uh, my job is I'm a paralegal specialist in the reserve. Okay, wow. And so paralegal specialist, is that someone who's kind of a legal expert within the military? Yeah, so within the JAG Corps, there are practicing attorneys that are officers. And as paralegal specialists, basically my job as, as the enlisted personnel who assist them with all of their like law practicing. And so since you're the military reserve, have you ever had any type of a boot camp experience? What was that like for you? Um, yeah, I. Um, everybody, when they first start, uh, they go to uh, boot camp. Mine was about 11 weeks with you know the initial reception period. And then I went straight into my job training. So for me, it was about a solid six months of training um, when I first started, and uh, I mean it was it was a lot. It's a unique experience. Um, I'd never really been away from my um, home and my family and my church family before for a long period of time, uh, and that was something that was very uh, important to me. And then just being sucked away um, in this very unique environment with. Uh, without those like believers and family that I've relied on was, you know, that was by far the toughest part of it. The really, the, the coolest thing about basic is that it's really one of the last real true melting pots in our uh, American culture where you look at um, a lot of the times we're sort of separating out just geographically separating into zip codes and you don't really get that true like melting pot that we used to have but the military especially in basic you you're i mean your next soldier might be um, from california and the next guy grew up on a farm in nebraska and the next guy might be from inner city chicago and it's just you all got to learn how to come together you know within your company and you have these special interactions that you wouldn't have otherwise yeah, there's something about that that experience of going away and being completely immersed with something that's completely foreign to you. 
what I've noticed from people I know who are veterans or who are in the military now is that there's definitely a qualitative difference between them and the average Joe. And the reason why is because they've had that grueling experience of going away, being at boot camp, and not only that, but being there with people who they probably don't identify with usually, but kind of become brothers in arms in a way. And because of that, there just seems to be a qualitative difference. How does that military experience of a melting pot of of becoming close with people who maybe you've never thought you would ever be like, I mean, how has that been able to affect your day-to-day life? Um, I think it's really, it was really just a, a formative experience for me in a way where my, I mean, to be honest, my life had been pretty, you know, easy up to that point, I would say. I mean, I was fortunate to be born in America and, um, like, I had two parents in my home and they always had a steady job. And so for me, it was like, you know, I'm going to kickstart my living independently of myself by doing like the hardest thing I've ever done. So I just think it was good, really good for me personally to just do something that was outside of my comfort zone that I wasn't. I wouldn't ordinarily do um, just because of the nature of like, you know, when you're there, the drill sergeants are going to make you do it, you know, <laughs> whether you want to or not. Right. And so where does, where does Forge come in? Did you attend Forge earlier before this or during? I attended Forge uh, before I left. For sure. And what did your experience at Forge do for you in, in your military career? I would say I think Forge, Forge was really it was positive for me and, you know, building relationships and, and talking to people. And, uh, it was good to, you know, it was good to get to know people who, uh, you know, have some, you know, like-minded things, uh, about, you know, political matters and also who, uh, not all my, you know, friends follow politics in the same way. And it was good to get to meet them. And I think, Forge would be a positive influence on me, like deciding to join, you know, just because I think just a little bit more of that uh, patriotism aspect play into that. So as we're wrapping up here, I just wanted to ask, is there anything that you, as someone who serves in the military, would want the regular person to know about your job or what it's like to be in the military? Just something you wish was kind of common knowledge. There's, I'd say there's, there's a few things uh I would say to just remember that for like a lot of soldiers, it's from day to day, it's really like a job the same way that you think of your workplace as a job and that the the military is just not a monolith. There's a lot of people who think a lot of different things, who behave very differently. And uh, so I think people tend to fall into two camps where they don't really uh, have any respect they either don't really respect the military as a profession or they can drift into hero worship, which is neither one of those camps is, uh, you know, very good. There's going to be, I mean, there's, there's a lot of soldiers in the military. The army has more than a million members and uh, there's a lot of them who are, you know, scummy. And there's a lot of them who are really out there with a sense of like sacrifice uh, who are willing to put their lives on the line. So just just to remember that, like, there's a lot of different people in the military, you know. There's people 
just in like any other job in any other profession. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just as my last question, I always like to ask guests, what is your favorite story to tell about your experience in the military? I would say one of my favorites is obviously going into basic with my name, with the name William Prince, which on a roster is spelled out Prince William. I mean, (laughs) I got got a lot. I got a lot of flack for that. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, my my first sergeant in, in basic, he would always, he every time he'd see me, he just he just yell at me and be like, Private and uh yes for sergeant. Uh, uh, what's your favorite color private? And then purple for sergeant and he'd be like, You're right it is every time. So <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, William, thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it and thank you so much for serving our nation. Thank you. And thanks for your support. Hey everyone, we're so excited today to talk to Jeremiah Martin, the COO of Forge. Hey, Jeremiah, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, glad to be here. Many people may not know this about you, Jeremiah, but actually you are a veteran, is that correct? Yes, I've got uh, I've got 11 years of combined service uh, between the Army National Guard and the Army Reserve with uh, two overseas deployments. Did you join the military right out of high school or right out of college? I joined, I joined the military right out of high school. I actually graduated high school a year early. And so I enlisted when, when I was still 17, actually. Okay. And what motivated you to join the military? I have, uh, I have quite a few uh, people in my family um, that, have, that have served. Uh, my, my brother at the time was currently serving. Uh, my uncle, some of my cousins, my grandfather. And so service had, uh, has run in my family. And so I was definitely motivated by that. You know, also the, the events of September 11, 2001 kind of pivotal in my, you know, in, in my childhood and, and, and growing up and, and subsequently, you know, seeing my brother serve overseas, he actually, he actually enlisted right before September 11th, uh, 2001. So he enlisted in peacetime and then was kind of thrust into that. And so just kind of seeing uh, my brother and my uncle and, and, and some cousins participate and you know, serve their country. I was motivated, motivated, motivated by that fact, and you know, wanted to wanted to do my part as well. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I know that for so many people, including myself, like the the first memory we have of talking politics is nine eleven, and this is coming as someone who was very young when it happened. Um, so yeah, that that makes complete sense. And when you when you joined, did you have a boot camp experience? What was that like? I've I've heard that it can be grueling. Yeah. So in um, in 2009, uh, I went to Fort Benning, Georgia, and uh, went to basic combat training down there. And it was in the middle of the summer, um, from May May to May to July. So it was a uh, very uh, very hot, you know, grueling. It was it was tough at times, but uh, I, I always had a always had a mentality to kind of expect the worst, and uh, to expect expect the worst than, than whatever whatever they throw at you. Uh, you know, can't can't be that bad. Um, so all in all, it was a great experience. Learned a lot of uh, life lessons, uh, leadership skills, as well as you know, learned learned a lot about myself. Yeah, for sure. What is this military experience that you had, and that that boot camp experience combined with, like you said, like ele- is it was it eleven years? Yeah, yeah. So just hit uh, just hit eleven years uh, time in service. Wow. Yeah. With 11 years of experience, how does all of that military experience affect your day-to-day life today? 
So it's an interesting it's an interesting conversation because I've always been on the reserve side of things. Uh, first in the, the Tennessee Army National Guard uh, for six years, and then uh, later uh, once uh, once I moved to Ohio after I uh, graduated from college, um, joined the Army Reserve. So it's always been on a part-time basis, the, the stereotypical one week in the month, two weeks in the summer. And of course, uh, you know, two, two overseas deployments thrown in there. And so, you know, for, for the most part, my, my service kind of fits in with my civilian life, whether that was, you know, going to school, going to college when I first enlisted, or whether that's now, um, you know, working full-time for Forge, you know, it really, it really doesn't, really doesn't impact my life. It doesn't. It certainly doesn't take away. I feel like it adds, you know, adds to my ability to to, to serve my country, to be able to serve uh, my community, and be, you know, be ready if if I'm ever if I'm ever needed to, to deploy again. For sure, we know that you're the COO of Forge. And I was just wondering, how did how did that happen? How did you get involved with Forge? Was this related to your military experience or love of country? I uh, I first met the president of Forge, Adam Desepic. I first met him in 2013. Um, we were both working in Ohio political services. I was in the political sphere. Um, I was working for a uh, nonprofit advocacy organization. Uh, he was working for a public policy organization here in Ohio as well. And so we just ran in a lot of the same circles. I met with him, uh, became, became good friends with Adam. Um, and then the year after that, in 2014, going into 2015, he started to tell me what he was you know, trying to build and trying to start this new organization to kind of fill a void that we've seen in political spheres of how do we invest in the next generation? How do we develop the next generation of leaders? Um, and I always, I love the idea because I've always participated in training sessions or professional development opportunities to, you know, improve upon myself and improve upon the, the skills that I was developing in, in my in my trade. But there was always something lacking. There was always, you know, all right, what next? Like I went through this training, I went through this this process, um, I gained, you know, some some skills, some knowledge, but you know, how how then do I apply these skills practically into the marketplace and how you know, how does that ultimately, you know, connect me to my next job or my next career? So I always found that, that some of these, you know, some of these trainings were lacking in the follow-up of kind of what, what comes next after that. So I love the idea for it. I love uh, what Adam and Justin Powell were, you know, were developing, what they were building. Um, and I wanted to be, I wanted to be involved. And so from the very beginning in 2015, they launched their inaugural Forge Leadership Summit. And I asked, I asked that, you know, I was in the age range at the time. I was 24. And I said, you know, I want to be a part of it. Can I participate? Can I attend the, the inaugural Leadership Summit? Um, and I did. And, and ever since then, you know, I went through the, I went through their mentorship academy in the following year, um, went on um, some additional professional development trips, went to, went to Israel with them for, for 10 days, completed the mentorship academy. And then uh, ultimately I stayed, stayed in touch and I stayed involved, whether that was volunteering at, you know, follow on uh, leadership summits, uh, whether that was, you know, helping with, with admin things or, you know, participating in events. I just always wanted to be involved because Forge meant a great deal to me. And I wanted to be able to give back to, you know, to, to the, to the next generation. And, 
So I've been involved in, in one form or fashion uh, ever since. And uh, so when the opportunity came uh, this, this past year at the end of 2018, uh, when Adam came to me and said, hey, we're, 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 we're growing as an organization, uh, we're scaling, we're even expanding into a new state in, uh, in 2020, we need, we need help in our growth and operations and systems and processes uh, and, and really helping Forge uh, get to the next level and uh, and operations as is typically what I've been, been what I've been working in um, for for the last seven eight years and so it was a really a really good fit and I and I jumped at the opportunity um, to to join um, Forge full time so I went from uh, alumni to volunteer to ultimately to joining Forge full time. That's amazing. And just kind of as, as wrapping it all up, something I like to ask anybody is, what is a fun story that you love to tell about either your experience in the military or your experience at Forge? Sure. So uh, I will uh, I'll tell a story that kind of combines the two. I was, uh, in 2017, um, I was deployed overseas to Iraq. Uh, I, was, I was overseas for the majority of 2017, and I got back in uh, December of that year. And uh, while I was overseas, I didn't have a job, uh, another job lined up for when I when I got home. So my, you know, in addition to my my mission there in Iraq, my uh, my kind of secondary mission was was job hunting, which was looking for all right, how am I going to provide for my wife and kids when I get back? And uh, worst case scenario, I did not want to sit, you know, end up in a situation where. I got home and I didn't have a job lineup. And, uh, and so being a part of the Forge Alumni Network and uh, having, having graduated the uh, Forge Mentorship Academy, um, I talked to Adam and I, and I told him what I was interested in doing and what I was looking, you know, looking to get back into working on when I, when I got back from Iraq. And, uh, and he ultimately connected me to Ohio's Family Policy Council um, connected me um, to the president there, Aaron Baer, uh, president of Citizens for Community Values, and uh, and they were hiring to do some grassroots stuff, which is what I had been doing for you know the past four or five years, and uh, and they were expanding their organization and needing help once again to kind of kind of bring bring that organization to the next level. So I was actually on my way home from Iraq, sitting in Kuwait, uh, there for a couple of days before I actually came home. And uh, and I and they have these these public landlines where we're able to make morale calls uh, back to the United States, call our families, you know, talk, keep up to keep up with people back home. And so I actually used this line to call uh, Aaron Bear, and I had uh, my first interview. I had a phone interview with Aaron some two thousand miles away. Me sitting in Kuwait and him sitting in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, and and that was kind of the the introduction to that. Uh, that process and that all happened um, because of my connection to Adam, because of my connection to, to Ford. So I ended up getting that job and ended up working for Citizens for Community Values for all of 2018 uh, until until I joined Forge, and uh, and it was a great experience. And it was all uh, it was all due to my connection to Adam and my connection to Forge. And so I'm eternally grateful to the opportunities that Forge has uh, allowed me. Um, to, you know, to develop personally and professionally, you know, ultimately, you know, they, they helped me bridge that gap between me getting home from overseas and getting right back into the, into the workforce. And, uh, 
and that that that's meant a, a great deal to me. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm eternally uh, grateful, and, and I'm so glad to be a part of the organization full time and uh, able to give back to the next generation and hopefully help help out young students and young professionals, um, help them in their journey in the same way that Forge helped me. And so I'm I'm just glad to glad to be here, and every day it's an honor and a privilege to be a part. That's for sure. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jeremiah. Thank you so much for your service. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. If you like the show, please drop a review and be sure to subscribe for all our latest episodes. You can follow Forge Leadership Network at Forge Leadership on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about Forge programming, please visit forgeleadership.org.